Hi, welcome to Startup Out of the Box, a regular podcast about startups with Marcus Silva and Vitor Domingos. On this episode, uh, on Easter Sunday, we're going to discuss about early stage startups that face severe contraction. We're also going to talk about the WeWork that isn't working at all, and also how to manage your team with social distancing. So, um, on the second topic, uh, oh, sorry, on the first topic, uh, <laughs> because this is our <laughs> second recording, <laughs> the first one was so bad that we had to do this twice. Uh, so first of all, happy Easter to everyone. So we are doing uh, this on, on Easter Sunday because we are dedicated to our own podcast or, uh, or actually we don't have, we have anything else. else to do. <laughs> exactly, nothing else to do. So um, on um, early stage setups that face severe um, contraction, um, most of them, uh, so we, we, we're going through a very uh, turbulent uh, crisis, a pandemic, then it's going to go probably into a recession. And there's a bunch of early stage startups that don't have, um, that, that um, uh, don't have enough money. Some of them are following, some of them are just doing uh, layoffs. Um, they probably they can't get any, any money throughout the rest of the year, so they can't uh, start... Um, uh, they can raise money, and that's going to be an issue, uh, right, uh, for yep. many of them. Like, okay, I'm involved in a few groups of startups, and the common uh, conversation team around all of them, it's really like most most of the, the companies and the businesses, are they move the mentality from growth to just trying to survive. They're trying to figure out what they need to do to just ensure that the company survives the next couple of months. It's not about growing anymore. It's not about making huge amounts of profits. It's just making sure that they are there when all of this ends and they can continue and maybe then focus again about growing when by the end of the year yeah so most of them are already giving up on 2020 it's just like let's just make it work um vc wise most vcs yeah have stopped doing investments um but some of them also continue to do it so there is still vc money out there you just have to look harder for it uh so it's still happening but the volumes are much much lower than than a normal period of time uh, and yeah and some startups are feeling it big time they are uh i just uh got the news from a portuguese startup that had to lay off some uh, 35 percent of their uh of their employees and last year they raised a lot of a lot of millions um yep. which doesn't make any sense but um uh because they 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 said that um um they had to lay off because they couldn't. It's going to be hard for them to raise money this year. So raising money is not actually a business model. <laughs> uh, they, they actually need to have a business model so that they can actually uh, keep their uh, people on on the payroll and uh, and uh, and actually operate. But uh, uh, that's going to be hard for them. And most of the startups uh, that uh, were planning to raise money uh, this year, they're going to face this kind of severe disruption as well. Um, that's the immediate disruption. Obviously, on uh, the long term, is going to be a severe contraction on the market, on the even the VC market. Which brings me to the point of: Do you think that uh, governments should bail out companies, should bail out startups in this particular case? I think governments should provide some help to companies at this time, uh, like zero interest loans, uh, some better social. Uh, financing to the, to the employees like for example in the UK uh, government is paying up to 80% of the salaries uh, of these companies that can't of their employees anymore so in a way to okay let's help you out with during the, this two three months just to ensure that these people are not fired they're not unemployed they don't have 
they still have some money to support their family during this time mm -hmm. and companies can still at least keep their doors open and yeah i think it's important to support the small businesses including startups because they are a big chunk of the economy uh, and it's not like they have millions in the bank just waiting for situations like this uh like big organizations that do things properly well, in, in, in France, they are trying to, so the French government is trying to help uh, some startups uh, with uh, specific loans and stuff like that. So I get that um, um, that some help will go to them, probably around with uh, getting, as, as I just said and I mentioned, the loans, access some, to some EU funding, um, or helping their employees if they have to actually do the furlough, how to help them. Uh, to, uh, to stay at home and, and, and actually have part of the salary. So um, um, if if that's gonna, if the government should help them on raising money in the future, I don't think that's gonna be a good idea because we don't have, first we need to look through the society and, and, and uh, citizens and then look at, uh, at companies. I get the point, but um, yeah. there are some governments around Europe, Germany, France, so they have some specific supports for startup. Uh, startups here in the UK, we don't, in Portugal, I don't recall seeing anything related to that, um, which is going to be a tough one for them. Um, no, Portugal barely has any support for for uh, for startups or companies. So. Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, well, uh, the usual. Um, for the, let's change topic for the second topic. Yes which is uh, WeWork isn't working. So a lot of stuff in the news regarding WeWork. Uh, last year, they had a major investment from SoftBank. Um, uh, they spent all of that investment in just three months with layoffs and, um, and getting new property to set up uh, um, uh, new co-working spaces. And this year, uh, because everyone is working from home, it's going to be complicated for them to actually uh, make up some money. And obviously, the situation with the, their previous CEO which is now a few billions short of the, because of the investment that SoftBank pull uh, out, uh, it's going to be uh, tough for them uh, to to operate, right? Yeah. So yeah, well, the the, the CEO he already has a few billion from the from the the bailout last year, uh, and most of the ban the money that SoftBank was going to ingest inject now uh, was going to to buy shares uh, from current employees and people and other investors. And a lot of people was kind of expecting that money, kind of to ensure salaries, to ensure the future of the company, to be able to, sh to sell their shares to SoftBank so they can have an extra money set aside to pay mortgages and things like that. And SoftBank just said like with, like last week or two weeks ago, just, just pulled the, the rug out of it and said, nope, we're not going to continue this process anymore. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of a big slap in the face considering that WeWork was the beautiful shiny unicorn from SoftBank. So I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen, considering that they have uh, l less space than uh, Rigos. It's Rigos, right? No, the, no Rigos is uh, yeah. HR. No, no, it's not. It's, Rigos, uh, it's, that's, that's the, it's not co-working, yeah. but it's renting spaces yeah. and office space. Office space, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like something like Rigos. It's uh, 10 years or 15 years old, has less employees than we work, and has a massive profit. Per person, and we work as more employees, less locations, and a massive, uh, well, burnout compared well, to it. So it's like, okay, maybe. Well, because uh, the uh, the new uh, the, the, the the previous uh, CEO wanted to build we work as an ecosystem, right? So it was a bunch of yeah. stuff that he wanted to put forward. So it's not just the, the co-working space, but actually more stuff. 
and as we've seen it's really tough on today's day and age to keep uh, uh, these things going and especially in the new future when people need, need to keep the social distancing um, and it's going to be a hard one because we've seen in some co-working spaces that everyone is cranked up but there's a lot of uh, kind of four people in just one table because they want to max uh, yeah. the space I think that's going to be an issue. So there, uh, they need to optimize and maybe have less people in each office. It's going to be an, uh, uh, a tough, uh, tough thing to see. So um, I'm not sure if yeah. actually we uh, work is is working at all, uh, and I'm not sure if in the future that thing, the the whole business model, will actually uh, work. Uh, it's not. I think, uh, I think it will work. It just needs to scale down a bit and focus on okay this is a business and not depend on investment money and okay well, that's not because we have millions in the bank we can do whatever we want and do flowers and schools and free beers like if when i go to a co-working space i don't care about free beer or whatever i know that i'm okay do they have coffee do they have tea like something like that there's a, a, a quiet place for me to work is the internet connection good uh, so that's kind of like the important things all the rest it's it's nice to have if possible mm -hmm. but it's not why people go to co-working spaces so i think that kind of like we work and others like we work they just need to focus on the business uh, and what they're doing and what what is essential to survive exactly so which brings me to the uh last topic which is the um, how to manage your team while social distancing um your team is all uh, is already working for the past years in uh kind of remote work I would yep. assume that uh, uh, because of this pandemic, nothing major change in the way that you actually work. So team-wise, uh, most of the work um, hasn't changed. Like the team is still working remotely. Uh, they work from home. Uh, so the big changes are more people that have kids now have a kid at home. So that does affect a bit how you prioritize your day, what work you do during the day. So that's the big change. Uh, but of course, not being able to go out, uh, have a coffee or go out at night or do what you would do in a normal week. Um, of course, that does have an impact on the teams, like more on mental health than on day-to-day -day work. Mm. Which exactly. So the, the article that we are showing on the screen right now is from the uh, Harvard Business Review. And they talk about, they, they present a bunch of uh, topics on how to uh, manage the team while social distancing. So I'm just going to talk about uh, some of them and then probably get your feedback um, if you want to. So I think that the first couple of them is uh, kind of obvious, right? So we need to reset our expectations when it comes to um, uh, manage the team uh, uh, whilst in, in, in this period of the pandemic and we need to keep uh, the social distancing. Uh, we need to stay in regular touch with each other makes sense right so communication 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 um support the continued uh, learning but keep it short so don't have a lot of um uh self-learning or teaching or training uh, uh, courses but uh, that take a longer long long time but have them more frequently so that the team keeps engaged and keeps also learning um, funny enough a few weeks ago i posted on, on linkedin that saying that if people throughout this um a period of social distancing they don't invest in their employees by doing kind of hiring or uh training them whilst they're they're at home um then the struggle to get back to the market and get back to the to the normal uh uh kind of working uh, life it's going to be even harder for them um um on uh, other topics so Assign buddies and peer coaches uh, to add a layer of mutual support. Um, so do this kind of talk to your 
co-workers and colleagues and support them throughout their activities as you mentioned some of them uh have kids it's really tough to have kids at home and uh and keep the work going especially when um you or your husband your wife are also at home and they need to take turns to take care of the of the of the kids so it's really tough and really complicated with that so um uh do this kind of uh peer coach which is good to to have um one thing that they point out and i think it's quite important is because when we're doing um uh meetings and stuff uh face to face at the office uh or a coffee shop or something like that um it's it's really easy to read the other person uh because she's just yeah. facing us and it's uh, it's really easy on video calls or on phone calls then we need to interpret the tone and the voice of the other person so that that thing is really important people need to understand how to do that um because sometimes people uh we don't uh, we, because we're not seeing them face to face it's really hard to to understand and and to and and to see what they if they are really uh saying the things with if they really mean what they say or if they're just uh making a joke so it's really important to um the tone and the voice of of this um especially like it, it's easier to understand the tone and the voice um than uh, written that you can say oh, like yes. a lot of times people just writing and they misunderstand each other's writing uh so like yeah having phone calls and video does help a lot but please don't make phone calls and videos every hour of the day give people a break <laughs> exactly uh work normal hours i think that's that's really important uh get out in the morning take a shower go to kind of work and and uh, and 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 uh and start your video yep yeah, work it's work from home it's not work every hour of the day <laughs> exactly it's not 24 7 um so a few more so do, 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 do. where was i yes model optimism and uh drain the team of fear so uh because some, most of them they're going to be home they're going to uh, uh be afraid of what's coming and if the if the company is going to survive or the job is going to survive or the work so it's 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 really important for everyone to actually try to understand uh, individual fears and also talk them through. So one of the things that here in the UK uh, immediately people start talking when they started to do the social distancing is the mental health. So take care of that. Uh, do breaks, do meditation, whatever you need to do. Read books, but take care of your mental health, which is really important in uh, today's day and age. Um, and they, they, the Harvard Business Review focus on this. The other two is um, um, about communication and engagement. So um, update your team uh, often, even if there's no update. So keep them engaged, mm -hmm. keep them in conversation. As you mentioned, uh, create Slack channels or Teams channels or whatever, but keep everyone in the loop, yeah. um, uh, share memes, share uh, different uh, backgrounds on Zoom, on on. on uh, exchange yourself to a potato on Microsoft Teams. So <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that you can go and uh, can engage and, and try to remove these kind of stress levels from your team um, because that's really important and take care of them. Um, so it's kind of some interesting topics from Harvard Business Review and um, I think that uh, everyone should pay attention to that. Any comment on your side, Marco? No, I think that, that, covers, that covers everything. Good. So uh, today's episode was uh, just a bit different because I'm doing kind of live recording and editing at the same time. So uh, it's 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 interesting. 
Either way, this was episode... Let's see if this time works. Exactly, let's see if this time works. So, either way, this was episode 26 of Startup Out of the Box. And uh, have a happy Easter. And uh, we'll see you guys again soon. Bye. Bye, see ya.